What up, fanboys and fangirls? Welcome to our edition of Talking Pop with the Franchise and Biko. It's your podcast on everything pop culture. I am your host, the Franchise, and joining me is my brother from the same mother, Biko. What's up, guys? Um, of course, uh, this is a Tuesday as we were recording. Um, I don't know if do Mondays, but we kind of got that Super Bowl hangover, like they all say. Um, um, hope you guys enjoyed the Super Bowl. It actually was exciting. Of course, it's funny how we're talking about it, like uh, pretty much sports, even though this is a pop culture podcast. But of course, um. Pop culture does play a role in the Super Bowl, especially, you know, we got performances, like, this year they had Shakira and J-Lo doing their performance, and there was no, because somebody noted out that Shakira's outfit was almost similar to her character in Zootopia, it was, like, the same color scheme, and pretty much, like, the same style that her character wore in the, in the movie itself, so I saw this a little nod, and I kind of like for the fact that um, both her and J-Lo pay tribute to their heritage, because people don't know that Shakira is, like, her parent, her dad was, like, Lebanese, and... You know, her mom's Colombian, so she's, like, mixed. So, uh, of course, people are saying, oh, well, she did that weird tongue thing was because it's, like, a, it's part of her heritage. Mm-hmm. It was, like, a meaning, like, joy. That's what it was. And then, of course, J-Lo paying homage to, you know, her American Puerto Rican roots. So, and, like, the office they did. So, I mean, the halftime show wasn't that bad. It was all right. Yeah. Um, Went by kind of fast. And, like I said, the, the one thing about the Super Bowl is not only, you know, the game itself, but also the commercials. Um, so Beacon and I decided, you know what, let's go over the commercials, you know, that pretty much... We're just going to review the Super Bowl <laughs> for what it is. The whole spectacle of the event. Uh, yeah, so if you're like a sports person, okay, this could be for you guys. I know it's something different, but you know, like I said, we like to mix things up and like pretty much, you know, talk about it, you know? Mm. I mean, I know we're both happy the Patriots were in it, so I kind of like... So I'm sorry. I mean, it was an exciting game. I mean, you know, Niners were up, and of course, you know, Chiefs, you know, if you follow the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, they kept getting, you know, every playoff game they were down, they started slow, and all of a sudden they started to come back. And that's what ended up happening. They had to come back, being down 20 to 10 yeah. into the fourth quarter. So, I mean, hats off to the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, they won their first Super Bowl in 50 years. You know, the last one they won was Super Bowl four, so it was kind of fitting, like, 50 years later, they would do it again. Yeah. Um, that was cool, but WWE decided to do, you know, when it, it becomes tradition now, if you want to make a championship, the WWE likes to, you know, extend their olive branch and, you know, send a congratulatory WWE belt with the logo, with the plate, custom plates. So they did send one to the Chiefs, and um, Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes like, he actually uh, posted a picture on Twitter, him holding the belt, and it has, like, the plate saying, Super Bowl 54 champions, Kansas City Chiefs has their logo and everything, it's in the WWE belt. So it's kind of cool, because, like I said, it's become, like, a tradition now, like, WWE sending belts to congratulate champions. Um... Other than that, um, um, a lot of stuff, like, came out, like, if you're a big anime guy, before we get into the commercials, um, since I am the anime guy on the podcast, um, recently Funimation today actually, um, launched, actually got the rights to streaming and home video distribution of the anime Paranoid Agent, um, Paranoid Agent, I remember this coming out on Adult Swim around 2005, I remember seeing this briefly, I always saw, like, the first few episodes of it, but it was kind of cool that Funimation has the whole series in dub and sub, Uncut. Um, they are planning to release a Blu-ray edition later this year. They got the rights to it. It was actually done by Madhouse Studios, so the people that made like you know One Punch Man and all that stuff. Um, definitely check it out. I mean, it's got various stories. Um, people would be weird out by the opening theme. It's kind of creepy because most of the characters in there are like they're laughing and stuff. So it's kind of and the song kind of gets stuck in your head after a while. But I definitely do recommend it. Um. Uh, it's something that's interesting. Like I said, it was one of those early years of Adult Swim when they were adding like, anime. It was like around the same time Cowboy Bebop was out around that time. And it's one of those animes, you know, one of those 
miss hit and miss animes that you probably didn't notice right away. So I've been following on Twitter, seeing so a lot of people reacting, like saying, "Wow, I'm surprised they actually got the rights to it." Um, and of course, Funimation is seeking flack right now because apparently, um, they actually one of the animes they got rights to for this winter season it was called Interspecies Reviewers, and I'll be noticed to Funimation. It was based on a manga. It's basically about a human and an elf. And they go visit various brothels of different species and give reviews. So, a Funimation, you know, not aware what this thing was. It was more like an etchy type, almost sexual tension like manga. And Funimation thought, you know, it probably won't be extreme. But yeah, it was really extreme to the point that they decided, you know, respect to the creators. And they felt it was outsider standards. They decided to pull the anime after three episodes. They were planning to do a, a dub of it, but lucky they were able to stop after seeing the content was and what the manga is. I'm thinking what it was is a or passing because, of course, when it's winter season, they want to snatch up as much rights to anime as they can because, you know, they're not the only streaming service. There's, Crun there's Crunchyroll as well. And, of course, High Dive. So it's like they try to snatch up as much rights as they can. And unbeknownst to them, I mean, there are mangas out there. I know there's some, I think, Anime Lab that's like a European-Australian anime service is showing it. And I forgot the other services showing it too. That's um that you can watch on there uncut and everything. Um, I mean it was interesting. It was funny because it's like it took the idea like it was a fancy style, but the problem was they were reviewing brothels, so they were reviewing different species, and they were giving reviews. You know, so but like I said, after three episodes, they decided you know what we're gonna pull it. <laughs> so um, that was really interesting, and of course um. I want to mention too Disney Plus and now just show like during Super Bowl they show like a quick like look at the upcoming Marvel shows like um, Falcon Winter Soldier, um, WandaVision, and Loki. We got to sell Loki for a little bit. Uh, WandaVision it shows real quick of her different you know the pink obviously like the old TV sitcoms and a little bit of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Then you see a little bit of Baron Zemo for a little bit. Um, and I just read that Disney Plus uh, comic.com does say that Disney, uh, that Disney announced that Falcon and Winter Soldier will be coming out August of this year. And of course, one of it just was later from fall this year. So, um, movies wise, um, they did show the trailer for Fast and Furious Nine. Of course, um, if you're a wrestling guy, um, pretty much you get to see John Cena play heel. Of course, he's been trying to push into WWE, but of course, he's like, no, he's the poster boy. Um, we can't have him play heel, so now I guess to play heel in the movie. Um, they showed that Black Widow trailer. Um, and then they had this. Um, we'll get into that. Commercial that I mean I know Warner Bros weren't doing that much you know with movie trailers I forgot who else Sony wasn't doing it either so it was mostly like pretty much Universal and Disney were the only ones pushing like trailers I mean they said they were not gonna like push it and stuff and they were like they you know they kept it a word um and like I said it's like interesting these commercials this year because it's like either they play on nostalgia so they'll bring like they always do. Well, they always do. They try to bring old gags from all stuff. And then you get to see people that had never done a Super Bowl commercial. Like, the first one's like, um, we'll get into that as well. So, we're going to start off with the first one discussing is the the Rocket Mortgage commercial. That's been, like, creeping a lot of people out. It's very creepy memes, especially... Yeah, so Rocket Mortgage got Jason Momoa do a commercial. And um, we're going to look at it right now. Um, we kept the sound down, you know, because, you know, copyright reasons, so... I guess, yeah, it was crazy getting seen just well. So right now, they're showing a clip right now. As you can see, it's from the Rocket Mortgage he's YouTube. He's getting home, getting all comfortable and stuff. He's, like, being all normal. The whole premise is, like, he's trying to be normal. So he took off his boots. So he's walking through. So, And look at this. Now he's taking off his muscles, man. Look at this. Man, that was great effects, too. But look at this. <laughs> so he's got the thin-ass arms. He then takes off his basic, his chest, his abs. And you see the straps in the background. Make it look like it's fake. 
And then look at this and the creepy thing that looks weird. He's all skinny ass. And then now he takes off his hair, which is basically he's a bald, thin man. And then I guess the whole thing, Michael Morris makes it says even Norpers can like sign up to get a mortgage, I'm guessing. You don't have to be like, you know. But it's like, it's just funny. It's just weird. And then um, at the end of the commercial, um, it shows him trying to lift. And then you see his wife, <laughs> Lisa Vanessa. <laughs> Look, at she's trying to spot him and he's trying to lift the bar. <laughs> And she just listens, like, easily. <laughs> and then there's, there's another one that I guess they did when he's, like, in the bathtub at home or something. He's reading, like, a book. <laughs> he's got his hair tied up. So, uh, I don't know. What'd you think of that one, Miko? I don't know. <laughs> I just done the other one. They should have just done the bathtub one. No, I don't really. I didn't know. I just thought it was just weird. I don't think... I don't know. It was just kind of, like, a, a weird... I never heard of the... Mortgage company, so that helps now that they use Jason Momoa. But it, it was just creepy CGI work. But it was all right. It it was funny, I guess. It was all right. Kind of a small laugh. But I don't. I I mean, if it landed as far as trying to get to know what Rocket Mortgage is, been, it could have been. A, I don't. I didn't even. I honestly didn't even know it was a mortgage commercial. I thought it was for something else, like for that, like yeah, because yeah, because I think Rocket Mortgage is like a thing we get signed up online or something. The you apply for a mortgage online and they help you out and stuff. And um look for the Amazon one. Because I got this list from CBS Sports, they were able to get like a <laughs> like a list. So it's still they didn't have it, so they had time to actually just look at the commercials and see because they didn't have to do the Super Bowl. Yeah, so here we go. Here's the the Amazon commercial, which is basically I guess it's before Alexa. So oh, you got yeah. you got uh, uh Ellen DeGeneres and um Portia oh, Rossi yeah. at her Getting ready to set up and just leaving. What's up? And she's basically said, "What do you do before Alexa?" So it's like showing like the time periods. <laughs> Turn it down. <laughs> she just throws it off the window. What? The... Alexa, how many and the jester. Tell me a joke. The queens. <laughs> the muse and the guy, paper boy. Let's see. You stay in the eighties. Nothing. <laughs> oh yeah, the Western guys. <laughs> they play some music, and the guys playing with a jug. Hello. The next song. Alexi. All happened today, basically. No, she should tell me something interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Leximus or something. Game of Thrones. Like someone says to send like a message message your pigeon. Oh, like <laughs> a <Yeah>, dragon. <laughs> oh, oh, Richard Nixon the tapes. Where did you delete those tapes? I didn't delete. Oh, that's in her car. Yeah, okay. That's a little too much. And then, yeah, and then the NFL actually did a commercial before the Super Bowl. It was actually was kind of cool. It was like, uh, actually it was a long commercial. Well, I don't know if this, you call it a commercial, but I think it was like a celebration with 100 years. But it was kind of cool. See, so he's got the little kid running with the ball and playing a, a pickup game. You know, he's dodging everything. Well, might as well, you know, they got, oh, wait, there's Jim Brown. I think they played this right before school. It actually, that was a cool transition they did. Take it to the house. Take it to the house, kid. You know, and, uh, 
So he's going through the different cities, get it? He's going through like the East Coast, going through Chicago, Green Bay. That's LA, as you can see, they're building the new stadium, like the, the Rams and uh, Chargers Stadium, they're going to show a new stadium. See through the house, see how they're wearing the helmets? It's because they're sharing that same stadium. Oh, dang, you see Dan Marino? Jesse Palmer? <laughs> Take those to the car. Oh, it's an NFL commercial, actually. You see? It's a nice car. Oh, get it? Like, the kids are chasing them and stuff. They go to New Orleans and stuff. Look at the kids going through, like, the Bourbon Street. And see all the different players, like, you know, representing the teams. There's Drew Brees, which who knows what it's going to be his future yet, because he's small in retirement. Was he as a free agent? Oh, look at that. They stopped at the, look at this. They stopped at the Pat Holman statue. He wants a ring. He already has a ring. Could be the ring. The... Oh shit. Jesus. Ray Lewis! What the holy shit? <laughs> At first I thought what the At first I thought this was like a shoot commercial, but no He was... ran all the way to Miami? But look at this. This is what kind of like. Went out of his way to go. But to look at this. This was kind of cool. See all the people, all the legends, all the whole, the, the teams, the all hundred teams. Got the red jackets. But look at this. They got Virginia McCaskey, the son, the the daughter of the George Hallis, the founder of the Bears. He doesn't. Hmm. Look at. He actually runs on the field too. Oh, he does. Yeah, they actually show. No. See, that's him actually running to the field. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. They're all CGI kids. Yeah, CGI kids. Dude, we saw this live. Come on, I didn't us. remember this. Yeah. They're a bunch of liars. Where's the kid with the bear jersey? I don't see a kid with the bear jersey. Here's the next one. Nope, I don't know that. Oh, my God. All right. Um... Well, so that was, was a cute commercial, but that was a lie, because none of that happened. He didn't even play at the game. Oh, my God, dude. They were lying to... Every single player was lying right, to that so kid. So the next one will be the Audi commercial with uh, Maisie Williams. All right, the Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, and she's coming out in New Mutants this year. Finally, we get to see that film. There you go, Audi This is all these Google commercial. There we go. All the USA. I love money they spend on. I, I gotta see how much they spend on it. But look at here. You go. Oh, oh it's the e tron. I guess it's the electric one. It's the electric. Oh, yeah. She's seen, seen the frozen stuff. There you go. Yeah. Okay, I I don't know. I mean, you think this song was, like, fitting for this commercial? No. I mean, I get what they're saying and what it's... Yeah. Oh, yeah. because you see, I noticed like the, the gas and stuff, yeah. Because it's an e-tron, so it's, like, the electric. But a world already. I mean, look, it's a nice car. It is a nice-ass car. 
That's the thing is like these people are freaking out like as if as if the these auto developers are making ugly looking cars. Like all the electronic concept cars I've seen that are actually going to market now, they all look decent. Like they're oh, not might even, as well let this go. This is the so the next one. It's another car commercial. This is from Porsche. This is the Porsche commercial that they show for oh, Super Bowl. Oh, they have Rolex Qatar too. Yeah, it's a, that's the Porsche museum apparently in in Germany, by their headquarters. This is an actual. This is the actual museum. So it has all the like the history of the Porsche. Suppose this is called the Heist. I'm guessing. I guess that's like the newest one that's coming out or something. As you can see there, got a break in, but I kind of I kind of found humor in this commercial because of the fact that. They're gonna play. I guess they're gonna go chase it, and it's funny because they're going into the all the different oh, models. I take yeah, all the models from the years, and then the guy got the tractor, <laughs> the Porsche tractor. So it's got to show you like the history of the car company. It's probably like to show off like the history. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, what the fuck? No, I said, the cops are like. Look how nice Jeremy looks. <laughs> the tractor. Oh, they make wait. Does they make it in blue too? I'm assuming because they're focusing on that guy's car a lot. Oh, they're showing that. I think yeah, they're showing like the different models. Two models. Yeah, it has to be those two. I'm guessing the gray one and the the one that's being stolen. It's definitely white. It's a security guard. Like whose turn's next? When we get back, we're going to have a meeting. The Taycan, it's called. The first final electric car that... Takes you. The first electric car that takes you, guys. So as you can see, the theme so far has been, like, the electric cars. They're trying to push more of the electric models. Well, they have to make it more affordable for people. It's expensive. If you want people to switch over, you gotta make them affordable. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It'd be awesome to have electric cars. Oh, yeah, here's a new one. Okay, is this the avocados from Mexico ad? Look at Molly Ringwald, man. <laughs> oh, it's an avocado carrier. It's a tea chip pool float. <laughs> we are floating for your avocado. Oh, God. <laughs> they got a cozy, man. <laughs> they got Molly Ringwald from Oligo. That music box. Look at it. <laughs> 
Avocado. You're for your avocado, dude. It's guacamole, dude. Right. I know what she's eating. But... This is an avocado helmet, dude. Look at the, the price. Oh, it's got a little helmet. Molly Remo dry clean only free. <laughs> oh my god, what the heck? So that was the avocado from Mexico Ed. Of course, um... But I think it's just a brand that's called Avocados from Mexico. I don't know if it rep... You think it's like they represent all yeah, the I'm farmers? Pretty, no, I'm pretty sure it's just a brand that they said. Are you sure? Because it seems very suspicious that they would only... Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just a brand that's called that. I don't know. No, yeah. I don't think it's like a whole coalition for only avocados. Because you can grow avocados in California. They just don't hold up that long. Mexico's better. Alright, then we the got the... Just tastes better. Let's see what light. There you go. Uh, they did two two commercials for Bud Light. They did the two one with Post Malone. Oh yeah. So we'll do the first one, which is um hashtag Posty Store. So it's like it's almost like playing the, an Inside Out that Disney Pixar movie. So what's going on in their heads? But they're trying to pull Bud Light. Look at. But of course they released the whole Bud Light sensor, so it's like. I know he's going to a liquor store, and I know I'm going to go in his head. They all have the same tattoos and everything. Oh, yeah, they all It's have like Inside Out. Yeah, it's like Inside Out. They just they look, it's just supposed to look like him, basically. The taste buds. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what the taste So You see, the Switch is supposed to manipulate, like, the actions. Mm. So he should go for the... <laughs> he should go for the Bud Light or the Seltzer, so they're trying to make him decide. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> He's like, <"That's> <laughs> like this fight is crew or something, and you get both, get both. I just get both. <laughs> oh, it's for their seltzer water. Yeah, because they're trying to push their seltzer because they just came out with their seltzer water. And here's, I guess, this is in the bar. So look at they see them promoting the seltzer. Mango. Mango, you're trying before. <laughs> There's like nothing they did. Let's look into the archives. They usually tried it before. Like sip initiate. Look at the taste buds. Yes. Happy pizza. <laughs> Too much happy. <laughs> Burning up the cabbage down In the nose of the wind tunnel. The spleen? Cancel the spleen, I mean. And taste puts a ray for their sip. Shut up, spleen! What do you think of those, man? What you think of that one? Yeah. That's alright. I like the little inside out concept. That was funny. And it's funny to see Pulse Malone commercial. Damn, it already has 6.9 million views. Just the YouTube clip alone. I mean, I don't know what the pricing was. Just to, Because they say it's real expensive to advertise in the Super Bowl. They put like, what, like We're millions? Getting, they're getting the money back on YouTube. Yeah, you get the ad revenue. Um, do we want to show the, the Budweiser one, which is the typical American? Which one's that? 
Yeah, I'll look it up right now. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's that, why we'll like, talk about that's that like one. That's like that motivation. That yeah, it's like patriotic, I guess. Yeah. Typical, like stereotypical shit. It's yeah. Just like not I'll look up right here. Doing it. It's, it's supposed that's to be there, I, I guess there's a Canada one and uh. An American one, so I'm gonna look for the. Oh, other. so of course they had to show us, us the American one. I guess they did one for Canada as well. Yeah. Here goes a typical American one. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Not funny it's just saying, uh, it's just showing what's what typical Americans are, but showing like, I kind of like for a fact it's like diverse, so it's like showing you know. Yeah, I really. What do you do on a typical day, basically, and it's like. It's showing you know the fine wildfires, you know, helping people out when they're stuck in the snow. It's all aspirational things. It's nice to see. I mean, it's kind of weird not seeing, like, the Clydesdales and all that stuff, like, the the, the, the horses and stuff, so it was mm-hmm. kind of, like, different. No, I like this one better. Because yeah. it, if you think about it, it was, like, it, nice even though it's, like, a beer commercial, it wasn't, like, a a regular beer-type commercial. Yeah, it wasn't, get you drink it, it's all good. Well, you can see, the only time you're going to see the beers when, you know, there's something like sports, like, achievements and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of cool. It shows, like, the different, you know, ethnicities and stuff. So it's kind of like, it's showing that, you know, Americans come in all shapes and sizes. Different Americans. So, like, actually, the commercial wasn't that bad. Yeah, the message is nice. Okay, the next one is Cheetos. Cheetos? Oh, it's the, okay, it's not that one. It's Doritos. No, we'll get to the Doritos one. This is the Cheetos one now. I was surprised, you know, Cheetos, I mean, yeah, they'll have their ads, but it's like, I'm surprised they decided to do it Cheetos. for the Super Bowl, because I think usually, isn't usually Doritos like the most popular one, though? I don't know, they're all the same color. Probably. I would say Doritos is more popular. I don't know, Flamin' Hots take the stage, too. Cheetos are pretty popular. Uh, I gotta find it. I don't even know, actually, I don't know if they're gonna have a commercial. Uh, I don't know, let me... Well, here's the the Reels one. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Oh, it's the MC. That was the MC Hammer one? Yeah, I think I found it. Oh, here we go. Here's the ad. Yeah, it's that one. Oh, yeah. It does this. <laughs> Their origins. Oh, because of the popcorn. Because you can't touch anything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you can't, can't touch this. Because of the stain. Help. <laughs> MC Hammer. <laughs> what the fuck? What the, the trust fall? <laughs> oh my gosh, get the parachute pants. Oh, oh, there it is. Cheetos, popcorn. And damn, they make them in flaming hot soup. This time you're really good. They always have flaming hot Cheetos. Be, but they make them in flaming hot flavors in the popcorn. It's probably really good. Okay, this one's from. It's called Dash Lane. Oh, it's the uh, password. I never heard. Have you heard Dashlane? Yeah, I use it. Is it like really promotional for them? But yeah, I use. They, it's like a password manager. Mm. Yeah, they have an app. It's nice. Yeah, apparently it. See, it was different this year because it was like different like brands. You know, it's not like your stereotypical. You know. I'm surprised they didn't have them. What do they do? I mean, it's alright. I like their. I like their app. No, no, Dashlane. Here it is. Paradise, big game. Oh yeah, I guess that was. But it's kind of hilarious because he sees the guy. It's like, I guess he's on the River Styx. Oh. 
I think I don't know why people don't never get that reference. It's like he's on the river sticks because he's getting you know. Yeah, apparently he's gonna go to paradise or something. Look at, but look what happens. I guess um. Password. <laughs> Should I figure out his password? <laughs> name a first pet. Yeah, name a kindergarten teacher. What do you want to be when you want to grow up? Have you seen your number of attempts? Uh oh. Password pain? Yeah. It's actually a really good app, guys. Oh, the logo's different, too. I'm glad they changed the logo. It's weird looking deer thing. Uh, but, like, it's a good password manager, guys, and it's free. Except they're free to play. I have nothing. Oh, and here's a Toyota ad. I forgot about Toyota. There's another car ad, but this is funny. I actually found this amusing. And it got Kobe Smolders, so, oh, you know, also known as Maria Hill from the Avengers, and um, pretty much, um, pretty much, uh, Aunt Robin from How Much Your Mother. I guess it's funny, like, hop in this room. <laughs> Leave me behind. So there's people getting left behind, and he's like, hey, go on without me. And she's like, hop in. <laughs> she's like, hop in. It's like all these people getting left behind. Look at the, <laughs> I think it's a play in the thing. Robin Trubatsky's giving me a It's like that fridge. It's like, get Shabatsky. in this room. What the? <laughs> well, you guys go on without me. Oh, it's cool. I got you. Robin, Aunt Robin's got you. That's a, wait, what kind of car is that? Toyota? This is like a cross, uh, Highlander. Getting that using that money to get Aunt, our Aunt Robin Trubatsky. People ride. Alright, let's go to the one that I think most everyone was talking about the the reels I had. I think it was more talk about come on, it's Sam Elliott, man. Come on. We got a long version. Because there's two of them, I think because remember there's uh Oh yeah, first is like the teaser and then it's the so they get the they released the teaser first. So you got Sam Elliott, who great voice, great actor. He's in a bar right now. Oh my god, that voice! Yeah, Old Town Road. Yeah, it's Old Town Road. You can't do me nothing. <laughs> He's just saying the, the lyrics. Oh no. Little Nas X comes into town. That was a teaser. That was a little teaser trailer for the commercial, right? Yeah, yeah that was a teaser, and now here's the. And then the full one. Is not... The full one. This is from the Reels off YouTube page. Into town, because he gets the pussy. But freaking Sam Elliott, I gotta finish watching The Ranch, dude, like Netflix. Cool Ranch is the place that looks like a town. Cool Ranch. 
Oh, I got that. Just like the whole like show that music. Okay, see, this is what I think. This should be one of the top commercials for Super Bowl. Get that stare down. Look at the oh, he's got a speaker. <laughs> the mustache. I don't know, man. That's definitely a stunt though. Hey, you got the grills? What the fudge? <laughs> I don't know if I can see his face. I don't know if he did really add his face on there. That part, yeah. No, Tom Road. Get your horse, man. Hey, this hat. We got next. Dance with Girl. the slave app. Okay. Freaking Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah. I ain't dancing. <laughs> I think that's a talk commercial. Two seconds. Doritos paid Billy Cyrus to see for two seconds. Right. I ain't dancing. Oh, man. To me, I think that's a top pick commercial. Come on. That had to be a top one. That was all right. Ain't nobody tells me nothing. The next one is the Genesis commercial. Like I said, there's like a variety of car commercials, so. Yeah, there's a lot of car commercials. But I don't think Ford did one this year. I'm in my Porsche. You notice that? I don't think Ford did one this year. Or Dodge. No. You know, it was mostly like the other car companies. All the songs with Chrissy Teigen and John Legend. <laughs> oh, it's like the old stereotypical. <laughs> it's like the different quirks. Oh my god, guy here and his cat. Oh god. Hmm? Luxury. Huh? 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 was so late. <laughs> what do you think of that one? Yeah, it's alright. Mm. Stale. Oh, I think this is the one that's, I think it's uh, the Google commercial. Because mm -hmm. I think it was like the one of the saddest ones. Oh, yeah. Damn, that is sad. That, is a sad. that one had to be commercial. Yeah, that one's fucking sad. Google, you know, they store up. This is why they get us. They stole our information, but they use this sappy thing to make us feel alright. Yeah. How do you not forget? Like all the pictures and stuff that I show inside, I don't forget her. I remember that. 
Casablanca. And it's showing all the the dates and stuff. <laughs> yeah, the dang house. Oh my god. What do you think that one commercial did? That was good. That was the best one. You think that was the best one? Yeah, that's how Google does. You steal our information and make us feel terrible. <laughs> if they, they do it so we can remember our loved ones, guys. It's not because they want to use our information to sell ads. Do us all day until we die. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, it's a very touching commercial and uh, fucking Google. It's fancy. But yeah, it's a very nice commercial. Very sweet. One thing on brand I never expected to uh, actually have a commercial was Heinz Ketchup. Oh, yeah. Look at that, guys. Heinz getting back into the game. You've probably seen him on your favorite hot dog and hamburger. Or ketchup and the mustard. And I guess it's like it's like showing four different... This is kind of funny with this commercial. Look at it. It's showing four different scenarios. For ketchup. Well, I think at once, so as you can see, one, they're going to a restaurant. One, they're going to meet the parents, I'm guessing, in the evil lair. One's an alien ship. The creature spot. And one's like almost like a haunted house. But look at They all have... Heinz Ketchup. And that's this song. I forget the name of this song, though. It's 1869. Holy snap. You didn't realize how old that was? No. That was kind of interesting. It was like a little... So some match were like a minute, and some were like... Very quick, yeah. Oh, the Hyundai commercial? With the uh, Boston... <sighs> Uh, What's this car over there? Boston? Boston? That was a Hyundai commercial? Yeah, it was a Hyundai what? commercial. What? Hyundai or... Here you go. Hyundai Boston commercial. Yeah, it was like Sonata they were promoting. They got two of them. Look at it. They got Dialect Coach and I guess uh, Smart Pac. Smart Pac. With Boston accent. Yeah, so it's, it's like you see Rachel Dratch and David Ortiz. Fact that. You see to get the accent? She's like basically teaching David Ortiz how to do the accent. Better drive was Hyundai. Hyundai. And a small pack she got out of the Boston. Look at her. Chris Evans. How are ya? No, sir. Jim Chris. Oh, so you just get out of your car and go by itself. It's all good, guys. Oh my god, really? It parks itself? Nice car. No way. 
That's creepy it's as hell, creepy. dude. That is just creepy it's as hell. Creepy. I mean, a car now it can park itself. Don't have to be in the car anymore. Let's just do it. Wicked smart. And then here we go, Jeep. I think this one the top commercials too. The Jeep commercial. Because it has everyone's favorite. So love. There we go. It's the Jeep commercial. Look at it. It reminds me of a certain movie. Remember this movie? Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Actually, got the three actors from the film. Jim, of course, Bill, Steven Soblowski. Not you. <laughs> That's funny. Brian Dole Murray as the mayor. He has Pucks at Tiny Field. Oh, it's the Rubicon commercial. There's one where he plays like the weatherman. Dang, he's still alive. No, that's not a different film, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it's driving, little groundhog. That's a nice Jeep trip. Jeep car, Rubicon. Emotional support. Yeah. It's emotional support time. <laughs> I guess he's like, I think he's like giving like a good time to so finally. It's not personal. So he sees a shadow. Oh man. Okay. Oh my god. Hold on, I'll be back. We're talking. Do you want to look up the next one? Um, let's see. I remember there was another one. I went back. There's gotta be one. The weird thing about this year, guys, especially when it came to the Sumo commercials, is the fact that there was a good amount, but. It went by so fast, just like just like the halftime show. Like it felt, like I'll talk a little bit about the halftime show. It was good, you know. We had Shakira and J Lo do their thing, so it was nice. They basically just did uh, a medley of their hits, and it just seemed like it was very rushed. But Shakira had most of the show, and, and then they came together. J Lo came out after, and I think there was appearances by J Balvin and. Bad Bunny reggaeton artists, if you don't listen to that, but uh, it was uh, decent. Oh, can't complain. Let's see what the heck? Find it. Best and worst. Oh, there's a Mountain Dew commercial. That's the one with Brian Cranston. And it's playing on Stephen King's The Shining. So yeah, so I just pulled up a video on YouTube, guys. Best and worst Super Bowl commercials, and it's probably gonna go through all of it. All right, let's just do that. It kind of makes it easier to see what the. Which I mean, this is a Mickey Swift video. Witness and Lindsay's. So, I, we didn't really categorize ours, it's just whatever. But they're considering the old time world good. 
So they think the best one was the Old Town Road uh, Doritos commercial with Lil Nas X and Sam Elliott. It wasn't bad. It was kind of interesting because look, you got Sam Elliott, and, you know. He always has that mustache, man. Always keeps taking care of that mustache. Just the dance off, dude. Come on. Sorry, guys. This is like a commentary video for you guys, so that's kind of interesting. That's true. Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh, oh wow! So that was the worst. The one day, of course, we just saw was the one day we is the worst. Wow, dude, that's freaking crazy. I mean, I, it was funny, but it's like. Wait. Yeah, it is exaggerated accents. Even though, and they all were born in Boston, sure. Oh. Oh, so it's a, I think it's from a skit from that Seth Meyers put together. Sorry, guys. Smart. Sorry if I'm sneezing, guys. So sorry. Oh, okay. So they did like the Cheetos commercial. Which is actually pretty Ooh. funny just because you don't stand yeah. fingers. And it's MC Hammer. Freaking MC Hammer. It's nice to see that he's still around even though they're like just CGIing his head on a bunch of things. But, uh. Everybody can relate to having Cheetos dust after a mad binge on Cheetos and having the nutmeg. Oh my god, it's so annoying to get the Cheeto dust out of there because freaking. Uh, the commercials just did a decent job in trying to be relatable. But I understand because I love Cheetos. It sucks when you get that Cheeto dust and you can't really, if you don't have a napkin or something. Oh, worse is the Snickers commercial. Is that John Hamm? Yeah. Oh, wow. That was the worst commercial, he said? Yeah. Nick Weaver. What the? Oh, because it's saying that Snickers just needed... Like, the world needs... Like, basically, the world needs a Snickers. Of all their crap, because we're so upset. So, I guess the... Like, by throwing a Snickers to, like, a everyone giant hole is gonna, like, like, pretty much solve everything? Yeah, everyone needs to chill. Oh, that was a good commercial. Oh, wow, they think it's best. They say the Genesis commercial is the best. I think it was kind of hilarious because you think about it, she was like pointing out like the the quirks, yeah. the different party guest quirks, and then of course the the ill timing of the Genesis model. Yeah. The, like the timing of it, she's like the luxury, and then they come out to like two seconds later. It's trying to be meta without being meta. <sighs> Sorry guys, I had like gotta go take an allergy pill. I don't know why I'm starting to have allergies now. I get older, so it kinda sucks. <laughs> Here's my friend to kick it. John Legend sexiest man alive? What the Oh I forgot they had a kid together. I have two kids together. Wow. I don't even know who she is or anything. Right now, doesn't she also have the 
Oh yeah! Wow! Really? That one when Mr. Peanut gave up his life. Oh no, Mr. Peanut! No. Wesley Snipes, guys. You say Wesley Snipes was a and Matt Walsh. And of course they took it out because of what happened with Kobe Bryant. Oh shit! That's good timing. Also, that was the original commercial. But that's why they came out with the new one with, with the, the baby, funeral. Maybe not. Yeah. Aww. See, the planners that was back on Mr. Peanuts death following. Yeah, it's kind of awkward. But I mean, it wasn't their fault. You can't blame them because, you know. Yeah, it's just bad timing. Yeah. And then you see, they're at the funeral. I, I like for the fact that they got all the mascots. They got Kool-Aid Man, Mr. Clean there. Look at it. They have two mascots. The Wiener Mobile, dude. Oh, yeah, that's right And look at it. They cry. Look at the baby nut. Yeah, he's back. It's and baby nut, guys. Oh, yeah, he's talking like a dolphin. He's like, oh, I'm just kidding, guys. He's like, oh, I'm just kidding, guys. Oh, because the baby the baby, the baby rage right now. Because, of course, baby Yoda. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look at those big eyes, man. That's freaking oh, Big-ass anime eyes. <laughs> oh, here we go. The best cover. Yeah, I would have to give this one. You know those are creepy as hell? That's kind of hilarious. <laughs> just takes his <laughs> The muscles off. <laughs> and she just like you listen I was like not in the bar the Queeby commercial what's Queeby dude oh yeah I think it's supposed to be an app for like 10 minute episodes or something yeah it's just bite size I never heard of it but apparently it's like a the way they're saying it's like 10 minutes because the guy kept saying wait 10 minutes or something And now they're watching episode it's 10 minutes or less. 10 minutes or less. Supposed to be like almost like a, yeah. another... Like a spark pills for your TV show. Or like a, yeah. Oh, look at this one. Best commercial. Look at this. Mountain Dew Sugar with Brian Cranston and yeah. Tracy Ellie Ross. Which they're just doing like a cycle. That's Mountain Dew Zero. But I thought he was going to kill her, but I was like... <laughs> Mountain Dew Sugar. Oh, they've done it before. Mountain Dew. Probably no sugar. Oh, it's no sugar? Yeah, it's zero sugar now. What? What fake shit are playing that? It's like they're trying to go to like the zero sugar market, dude. What? Zero sugar. I see JC Ellie Ross and she's like, he goes, oh, okay. <laughs> He's actually gonna say, they get the Mountain Dew coming out of the elevator and Brian Crest is the twins. At the end, it's Brian Crest is the twins. <laughs> what the fuck? So weird. Oh, oh god, it looks so. In the car. Wow, so Loretta's weird. not young. Wow. Get it. it was the worst commercial. Yeah, so they're saying they're trying to use emotional things to justify. Them profiting off of, off of them selling our data, but I think was it Steven Mel actually bashed Google in that commercial? That's what they just. That's what they're saying. That's that's literally the reason why they're using emotional cues to to justify them selling our data and we get nothing out of it. They're selling our private information. That's all. It's probably worth. That's bullshit. Like they're trying to say, oh, but come on, guys, remember, like you, us storing your information and selling it around is just you know, remember the good times. Tell Google to remember, hey Google, look, our fucking Google Home's gonna go off right now. Like, it's, you'll see, but. 
Damn. And then, well, we want to get to all the commercials, but there's one because um, Little Caesars, because they never, I don't think they oh, haven't yeah. done a Super commercial, so this is like the first time they do one. Um, and they decided to announce something that I guess they did, which, honestly enough, I took advantage of the thing they offered. Um, which is, um, they offered delivery, guys. So I actually, they actually reported all of DoorDash. Look at it. So now you can actually get pizza to Little Caesars. I actually did it today. I actually had, Door- I had pizza. I mean, I had pizza at Little Caesars earlier today. Look at it. It's Rain Wilson. Best thing to slice bread, so slice bread incorporation. So they're coming out with <laughs> coming you concepts of sliced bread. Hey, look at him. He's going crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know this commercial. <laughs> Best thing since sliced bread. Oh, delivery. Best thing since I sliced bread. He's got a breath pillow. I like it. (laughs) So that's bad, guys. Yeah, um, they use like they use like DoorDash as like their partner. Yeah. So that was like that was the commercial. Then of course, um, and then of course, um, Rick and Morty. The commercial. Rick and Morty did a commercial, um, they did it for Pringles. Which, wow, it's like, it's funny how Pringles actually decided to sponsor a cartoon. Let's see if I can pull it up here. Um, like I said, it's, I mean, like I said, the commercials this year were really interesting. They're a lot better this year. Yeah. Or, I think the ratio to good to bad was a little better this year. Yeah, I think it's the one. Oh, Dolph Swimming had on there. Look at it. Look at this. <laughs> Morty, he's like, I'm going to detect you. Oh, it's like the Brickle family sprick. Spicy barbecue. Get on, Morty. <laughs> Morty's a robot. Look at it. It's a Pringles robot. <laughs> oh, God. It's a Morty, but Morty's robot. <laughs> so weird. I, honestly, I think the Bud Light commercials are the worst. Not the posty one, but the one where they use Charlie Day and the one that it's like. Oh, the Thai commercial. The continuing laundry later one. Yeah, like, it's, yeah, it's that's so annoying. Yeah, the the whole Thai commercial one. So, so I don't know what it was trying to do. I was just trying like, to show like a commercial universe. But I think what it was was it's, like coming out all the it's because they got the freaking uh. Oh, the pot's like, oh, you can, you can save it for later or something. But I think the whole thing was, it's like, it, it, it was like, oh. Why to set up their own universe? And using Wonder Woman, come on. Yeah, Like, we saw a sneak peek of Wonder Woman, and it's like, oh, let's put the tie commercial, you know? A sneak peek of the new Wonder Woman movie? Yeah, watch, look at this. Yeah, there was a movie coming out. Yeah, Wonder Woman 1984. Oh. But they decided to add, like, the Tide guy. Oh, yeah, we gotta mention the Tide Brady. Let's play it right now. At first we thought, you know, he's going to retire. But. It's Hulu. It was a Hulu ad, guys. Now that sports is over, he's like, it's basically he's just saying that that sports is over, you know. No, they're Hulu's getting their sports package. 
Yeah. <laughs> First thing, oh, he's going to retire. Added sports packages to See him on TV. Oh, actually. Oh, look, it's the same all from Stranger Things that they're going to use. The See? same one. What? Oh, look at it. So he had to. Huh? I guess this is as a. Uh... Oh, it's Crystal Lake. Oh, it's got the. This is called One Woman in 1884. Mm -hmm. Wow, that one's really upset when you open it. We're supposed to be in California. I'm guessing. Yeah, it's the same ball from Stranger Things. Look at the 80s, man. It's just. Is that Pedro Pascual? No, I couldn't tell. Walden books? I just saw Walden books. I'm like. Kristen Wiig in this? I think she plays like a villain, I think. Oh, she plays Cheetah. Oh, remember Steve Trevor? No way! What? What? How? Hey, yeah, it's Pedro Pascual. Look, we were blind here. Next summer. Well, this summer, I'm guessing. Well, how's he back? Like, how they... Honestly, I like the first Wonder Woman movie, so. I'm not sure I did see this one. Whoa. Oh, cool. It's like, Charlotte kind of like flashbacks when her time and stuff. That's kind of cool. Like the trials and stuff she had to go through. So I get to see, I guess you get to see a glimpse of her childhood. What the? What the heck? It's a gold armor. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, it's the whole Charlie and... I'm not going to watch that movie, so it's fine. Oh, yeah, he finally cleans the shirt. It shows when you're like... Basically, the whole gist of this commercial was he got to stay at the party. They told him to wait, you know, for the game. So he put it off, and he kept doing it, and he kept putting off the stain, and then finally he cleans it with the tie. He finds like, he's like an old man. Look, at he's got the stain oh, again. I know, but I was reading yesterday that last year there was a commercial saying the same thing. They're like, which one's better, football or what should be on Sunday's football laundry? So there's like a little thing. Mm -hmm. So that's why this year they did it with the laundry. Because mm. they're like, oh, you could just do it later. It's football's on Sunday. It's like, what? So they made their own little universe. But like, what was weird is that they, they showed the Bud Light guy in the Tide commercial. And it's like, wait, what? So they crossed over. See, the oh, this Bud one's kind of cool. I like this one. The Walmart commercial was kind of cool because it shows like all the. He's in there. Like the Walmart commercial, look at it. it's like all the customers and stuff. Like the whole, they're like the whole gist was like, oh, you could like whatever town you're in, you go to her stuff. Lies. Is this the Super Bowl? Yeah. 
最初はさと思うそれは。The other one was for Walmart pickup. Oh, here we go. I think this is the one. Yeah, it's for Walmart pickup. Today's visitor's extended cut. Here it is. So this shows all the the visitors picking up all their orders from Flash Gordon. Man in Black. All the nostalgia. Lego movie. Bill, Bill Ted. Ted. Bill, but it's just Ted. No, it's Bill. A young Bill. What You're the Bill fudge? Ted. No way. Bill's excellent. <laughs> Martin Martian. Sustenance. <laughs> Divine of anything. This from Mars Attacks. How's that? Look at the what the Oh the dog The aliens What the heck? Yeah from arrival Glass cleaner hmm. What the heck? From arrival I am Groot, the teenage Groot. What the? Oh, Star Trek. Flash Gordon. You got the original actor, too. Ah, oh, I get it. They're lost. They're waiting for the Roomba. <laughs> Oh, that's not that commercial. Yeah, it's Procter Gamble had their own, like, commercial. All the brands, I'm guessing, they're from, like, all the brands. See? They're from, all, like, all the brands from... Uh, Chili. Hen Shoulders. Head. Old Spice Guy. See, it's, like, all the one from all the commercials. Back up. Very <laughs> cool. Mega choice action here. Oh, I guess they voted for like the the Adam guessing. High bounty. Was this at America's Choice nineties music? <laughs> Charming can you? Memories. I guess they did like a voting, I'm guessing. That was a weird commercial. I mean... Oh, I guess this is a whole compilation of all of them. I guess they also movie, TV, all lots of trailers. Oh, no, I saw that earlier. It's just all the movies. Oh, of course, Top Gun was... Oh, Winona and Winona... It's supposed to like be a play on Fargo. But it's Winona Ryder in Winona, Minnesota.
Pogo2Winola.com. Is it like Squarespace? Yeah, yeah Squarespace. Did you see the irony in that? Of course, I got Top Gun and then. Got TurboTax on board? It's of course taxis and guys, you know, it's like. Yeah, the tax, this is what everybody could be a tax person. Pretty much. Yeah, so they just do that weird leg dance. It's just a weird leg dance, right? It's not like any known yeah. thing. No, it's not special. It's just a leg dance. What the heck? Yeah. Here they're trying to make it a thing? But supposedly it lets you scan the. And it just fills it in for you. Eh, it's kind of catchy. It doesn't even do my tags with him. <laughs> that one's a weird one. You <laughs> see that guy's legs. He's staying behind the bar, so he just like, he was weirdly shaking. What the fudge, man? I don't know. I just don't... I mean, the song's catchy, but still. <laughs> it's just the damn all people are tax people. Because <laughs> we all get fucked by the government, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean... It's a, they're not wrong, right? So, okay, guys, it's like, I mean, that's a look at the ads, but it's like... Overall, the Super Bowl was cool. I mean, not bad. I mean... There's not really a lot, much of a surprise when it came to things. Um, San Francisco should have won, I think. But <laughs> that's because, like, they were so good in the beginning. I was like, fuck, and then the other team showed why they were good. And, yeah, the game was entertaining. It was... It was it was good until the end, so, like, it, it was strong. It went to the wire, really, if they didn't mess up at the end. Well, he didn't throw, like, an interception, but if he didn't mess up at the end, we wouldn't have seen a different game. Maybe would have went to overtime. Um, but, nonetheless, it was pretty good. The commercials are okay. Uh, and I think by the first... The game ended at 9. Relatively... No, it was a fast-paced game because, I mean, it was fast-paced. It's like, that's what I liked about it. It was fast-paced. It wasn't boring. Like, last year, guys, I just, pretty much I fell asleep because, you know, both teams didn't score. Last year was, like, Patriots and, uh, and Rams. Like, nobody scored. And I, I just pretty much fell asleep, guys. I didn't wake up to like, the halftime show. And I think last year we had room five. So, it was like, I mean, I mean, overall, the game wasn't that bad. And the commercials weren't that bad, you know? Like, they tried to, you know... On, on top of like last year's basically um i mean that's pretty much what it is like super bowl it's like that's why it's like it's not just you know like a sports event but it's also like a pop culture event because the fact is you got all these commercials and you know these companies are trying to push their brands out there and plus um the one commercial we didn't mention was you know they're showing it right now because i got hulu um uh, anthony anderson his mom the t-mobile commercial Oh, yeah. The 5G one where <laughs> it's kind of hilarious because, like, she calls him every time just to see if it works everywhere. But, I mean, I don't know if you remember any commercials, like, from last year that you remember, Pico, like... No. No. I heard that we do. 
Like, I just, like, I'll probably forget these. Um, no, I mean, this is literally, the Super Bowl has always been something that's as, mer- as America as anything. It's mm-hmm. pretty American, so, like, and they try to tote it as this world fucking thing, but I, I, I'm sure a lot of people tune in, but I think people tend to forget, at least in our country, the scope of how many actual humans live in our, in our country. Mm-hmm. And when they try to tote it as like this worldwide thing, which I don't, I just don't buy that. But this here, it's like the Super Bowl is the mecca. It's like the Olympics for advertisers. Like they have to put their shit on there. They all vie for the time, and like we hardly get a game. So when the game is entertaining, as it's just as entertaining as the commercials and then with the halftime show thrown in there, it's it's nice to see that like it was okay. I mean, if you want, we can review the had a halftime show. No, it was alright. I mean... I kind of talked about it when you dipped out, but it was... Overall, like, it was okay. I thought it was just a little too fast. It went by so fast. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't really... Uh, the secret... I guess the... Because the, the Super always brings cameos from different artists, and they got two reggaeton stars, so... Like, and then they had... That little that girl that girl. actually sat next to Jill was actually her daughter. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, they actually, actually put the performance on here, but we'll just... And then, uh, I know a lot of people were on Twitter, like, you know, saying, why was she, was Shakira doing that thing she was doing with her tongue? But, like, it was pointed out by somebody actually, somebody actually went on Twitter explaining the whole thing, like, why they did what they did, and the whole symbolism behind it was they were paying homage to, like, music that they grew up on. Like, the cultures they, you know, they went through, and the yeah. dances and stuff. So, it was like a tribute. Yeah, the kids. Remember, they're in Miami, guys, yeah. which is pretty much has a heavy Latin American, like, population. And you could tell a lot of people were saying, oh, the dress she's wearing, like Shakira's wearing, is like, um, like paying homage to like her role in the Zootopia, because you know how she's wearing the shoe to her character wore the red dress. And remember, people don't realize, um, Shakira's mixed. She's mixed. She's like her her dad's like Lebanese and her mom's Colombian. So, so from her dad's side, she's like Lebanese, um, and her mom's like, you know, Colombian. So, because um, pretty much, um. For first, her her dad's side of the family they moved, they immigrated from Lebanon and they moved to the U.S. and then they actually went that like they actually moved to Miami and then they actually went down to uh, Colombia afterwards. And story for like yeah, so she was like, and of course they played like uh, they did like a melody of all their hits. I thought the choreography was really good too. So I mean, like I said, in this one point she's like she's wearing red, but there's one point where she actually wears the dress that's similar to her character from Zootopia. I think she performed a lot longer than uh, J Lo. Yeah, and look at J Lo doing at fifty years old. It's like, um, but it was alright. Like, I think it was good. And then yeah, J Lo had like her 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 daughter sing with her, so it's kind of cool. And then the people were like, in the dress she wore that white one was like almost like when her role Selena when Selena wore that bustier thing. And I guess I'm putting like a meme of it. It's like <laughs> they took that scene from Selena's thing with the, with the two parents are like, that's not a bra, it's a bustier. <laughs> But like I think like she's like playing all like all her hits and stuff that she done back in the day because remember she needed to do like Shakira never did that much pop she did more like rock a little bit. Uh, more or less pop. I thought it was short, dude. I thought it was like the half show was gonna be longer. Yeah, too. she's she's just burning through these little. It, it just feels like she's not even singing words to the songs. It's just chorus line, chorus line, chorus line, and whatever kind of stuff, and then Jayla comes out. 
does this, her thing essentially, and it's very similar. Oh yeah, this is the the, the Lebanese thing. Oh, the belly dancing. Yeah. Well, I kind of like the rest. She like it incorporated into it, so it's like like her heritage. Like I said, people forget that she's you know. So, like I said, it, you know, I have no qualms or anything against the halftime shot that was Revolve done. I know, of course, there's going to be haters out there, you know. Yeah. But overall, it was kind of cool. Like I said, it was, the game itself was fantastic, you know. Hats off to the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, and, you know, like I said. Um, and, of course, the movie trailers we kind of mentioned, you know, they showed the, the Bond film, the 25th film, the Bond series, which is supposed to be Daniel Craig's, like, last, you know, Film as James Bond. Oh, yeah. It's his last film as James Bond because, of course, they're going to probably do another one. Probably, I, I Hopefully, they should do it with Idris Elba. That'd be so cool. He'll be the next line for James Bond. So, he, I think he's almost like this, like, almost like a Doctor Who-like character. So, like, any actor can play that character. And that'd be cool to see, like, a change in that. And they show the the Black Widow trailer as well. They show a little bit of that as well. And, of course, Top Gun, the sequel. Yeah. Which, to me, was like... I don't know. I mean, I remember the original Top Gun a little bit, but it's like, they wait too long. I understand they're trying to do, like, you know, it's Maverick's son now. He, like, Tom Cruise is in it, but it's like his son now is, like, the next generation of pilots. So they had that other film as well, and, of course, all Fast and Furious 9, you know, with John Cena being Dom's younger brother or something, and he's, like, heel. So now it's, like, Dom and his sister and, of course, Michelle Rodriguez and everybody else. Pretty much trying to stop, you know, John Cena. Because I guess he's like a thief or something. He's working for Charlie Steering, who was introduced by the Fast 8 as the villain. Yeah, he was in that way. She was introduced in that villain. And the one thing I think, too, about the Fast Furious trailer that everyone's pretty much talking about is that Han's alive. If you guys remember, what, like, the end of, like, Fast 7? Was it Fast? No, Fast 6. Um, it showed, like, Han getting into an accident in Japan and... It shows Jason Statham, like, killing him. It shows him killing him? Yeah, apparently it shows him, like, exploding. Like, he walks away and the car explodes. So, we never see, and then, then like, Fast Fear 7, um, of course, became, you know, Brian O'Connor's last film. Uh, the character. It was Paul Walker's final film. But, um, it showed, you know, the funeral with Han and everything. They're all mourning his loss and everything, his death. Um, I never saw, like, I never saw Furious 8, uh, Fast and Furious 8, so... Never saw that film, and now when you know they move on, and it kind of transitions to, uh, you know, to Charlie Stewart bring the next bad guy, like evil person, and then that's why I saw the trailer for Fast Nine, and it showed. I saw the trailer for it, and like I said, it shows John Cena's in it, but he plays like he's like Dom's younger brother, I guess, like an estranged brother. So I've never seen Eye to Eye. So basically, now it's like a family affair. But now I've been reading reports that. Um, I guess Vin Diesel's producing a possible female, all-female spinoff of Fast and Furious. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, guys. I mean, I was a fan of the Fast and Furious series, but it's like, they're blaming that franchise so much. Let it go already. It should have been done a long time ago. Ever since the third one, they should have just stopped. After Tokyo Drift, we were good. I thought with, you know, with Tokyo Drift, it was like, oh, maybe it's all... I thought at first that was going to be a franchise, which to me was actually not bad. I enjoyed. It's not the racing anymore. That was the whole point of the show. Of this well, it was like the street racing, like car culture. Yeah, it was car culture. 
not this weird, overblown fucking action pack. Let's throw all these action stars in it because everyone's watching now. And it's just like, why the fuck? It just turned into Michael Bay-esque production. It's like a DJ Khaled fucking album. Like, it's just its greatest hits. But whatever. I mean, this isn't a review on Fast and Furious. But that just... Every time I see a Fast and Furious commercial, and it's always in the Super Bowl that we see the Fast and Furious always getting announced. It's like Call of Duty, too. We get a new Call of Duty at the same time we get a new Fast and Furious. Fuck, man. But yeah, uh, Fast and Furious 9, guys. Go <laughs> so, check it out. Uh, now we're seeing J Lo's part right now. I like they did Jenny from the Black. <laughs> or Jenny from the Black. <laughs> and of course, if you guys um. Follow uh, the manga of My Hero Academia. I know there's been like a, um, I guess um, there was a character that you know. I guess there's there like a villain, like a doctor villain character in the later chapters of My Hero Academia. Apparently, his name um, was confused with uh, was actually tied to someone like in World War Two. Um. Like, I guess uh, the character's name is Dr. Uchiko. Maruto Shiga's real name, what it now in Japanese reference to, is from comic.com. Horrific World Crime Experiments. At Comic Times, we pretty explain. In Japanese, the name is written out as the character, Kaji character, has a dark history. The word in their language refers to victims of human experiments during World War II. Now, speaking gruesome acts were done by Japanese forces to those captured during the war, including Korean, Chinese, and other foreign detainees. These acts of war saw little consequence. Once World War II was settled, there are those in Japan who are even taught about the grotesque experience in school. The fact that Horikoshi chose his name for the doctor has rubbed many in the wrong way. Um, he never he never intended for that. I mean, it happens, you know, they never intended, like, when they created the, these names for the, these characters. It doesn't happen. And I heard that he is, um, he apologized. It was a misunderstanding that he's gonna um, pretty much, uh, He's gonna like uh, he's gonna fix it. So once the volume gets collected, like the once the chapter gets collected, the volume is gonna be changed. Um, he is gonna come up with another name for the character. Um, it's just like he said, it was like a misunderstanding on his part because you know it's when you create a character's name, you know, in, in the Japanese language, you take all these like different characters, try to combine it into a name. So I can't understand. Yeah, I mean, so that's why he's like. Like I said, he apologizes for, you know, doing that. It wasn't his intention, but he is going to fix it for the next chapter. And they said for any digital release, and once the the volume, like that chapter gets collected in the volume, it's going to have the name change. Of course, when it gets translated, because, I mean, My Hero Academia, if people don't realize it's one of the top, like, selling manga in the Western right now. Because it's superheroes. I definitely recommend that series, guys. You know, the movie's coming out later this month. I can't wait. We, I got our ticket. Me and Biko got tickets. For the screening, the, the first day of screening, which will be the 26th, um, it's going to be available with English and sub. Now just pick a theater, and you see the theater will tell you. There's only a certain amount of theaters that will show it, but it'll let you know if you want to see the English and sub. We actually see, we're actually going to go see the dub version. I know I love, when it comes to anime, I'm more like a sub guy, but, I mean, the dubs are not bad. It depends, like, what work it gets translated and stuff, and I kind of enjoy the My Hero Academia does. So I can't wait. It's called Heroes Rising, so it's actually kicking off, you know... Our week because we're gonna go see two e two later that that week, so I'm like excited for that as well. Um, like I said, that's something I wanted to point out to you guys. It's going out like right now. It's going on comic book news, and that's the one thing that you know over the weekend that was that was like notified and was addressed. That of course the translation explained and stuff. 
Like I said, it was like not his intention. Like it happens. Um, of course, um, you know there was reports uh, about you know Disney's coming out with all these shows for Disney Plus. You know, Mighty Ducks reboot with a new SMS coming on board for the TV show. Uh, and of course, they're doing a reboot of Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Um, apparently, there's uh, conflicting reports that Rick Moranis was in talks to reprise his role as uh, Wayne Selinski, but apparently Disney denies it. According to Comic Resources, they said um, they have not entered any talks from Moranis, is unaware of any announcements related to the, sh- the reboot. Should Moranis return, he will be playing the fire to his non-adult son, Nick Selinski, who will be brought to light by Josh Gad. So Josh Gad is tied to that project right now, but... As of right now, Disney is saying they have not talked to him. Of course, Rick Moranis, if you remember, has not acted in so many years. I mean, the last movie he did was Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves. Was well, the last film he did, which was a direct-to-video release. And the only time he did any kind of acting, he prized like, his voice for Dark Helmet in the Goldbergs episode. When they paid tribute to Spaceballs. So they actually just had him reprise his voice. As Dark Helmet. But other than that, he's been, you know... He's been, you know, taking care of his family and stuff. And apparently they did, um... He pretty much has been doing voice work. So he hasn't been, like, on-screen acting so far. I guess he did turn down, um... He turned down appearances in the new Ghostbusters film that's coming out later this year. All Ghostbusters Afterlife. And, of course, the 2016 film, too. He turned on there as well. He's been just, like, doing, like, voice work. Um, so, I don't know, is this is like a film reboot they're doing for Honey Shrunk Kids? It looks like it's just a reboot film, but for Disney Plus itself. So, it's probably going to be a Disney Plus original film. But, as of right now, he is not going to reply to Rose Wayne Zelensky. Um, let's go into comic.com. Like I said, Disney, um, pretty much denies it. That's going to happen. Um, other than that, of course, um... Apparently, um, they did they did confirm today. Disney Plus did announce today that they have a month on when season two of The Mandalorian is coming out. It's coming out in October. They haven't set a date, but they do confirm the month will be in October. So we'll see a fall release for Mandalorian season two. Um, this is according to comicbook.com. Um, of course, we got the Birds of Prey film that's coming out later this month. We got Sonic coming out later this month. Next week, actually. Um, Birds of Prey. I don't know. Vico, will you be going to go see Birds of Prey? Um, probably not. I don't know why they made that movie. I don't, I don't trust anything with DC. At least on the big screen. I'm not just, you know, I don't know why they made it. But, eh. I, mean, I like Margot Robbie. I'm like, I like her. Like, I, I, I like oh, her. I, I never blame the actors. No, I, I think her Oscar portrayal of Harley Quinn is really good. Just the source for It's just, I... Necessary. I just like I, I see them doing that for movies that are actually good. Mm-hmm. Like, to bounce from Suicide Squad, but that was bad. It's just I don't know. They're trying to create a universe that just didn't. You know, yeah. And it's just not gonna work that way. But yeah, hey, kudos on them. You know, maybe I'll get a pop doll from them or something. I don't know. <laughs> but no, nah, I don't think I'm watching Birds of Prey. I'm never gonna check out a Sonic movie. Because, I mean, it's like a, you know, it's a video game film. And, um, I mean, this film, like, I mean, universe is the first trailer, you know, it got horrendous backlash to the point they decided to delay production, delay, you know, release to work on the redesign. And I kind of like for a fact that Brian Tyson has to pretty much, um, 
Tarn Hess, who um, pretty much did the animatic design for uh, Sonic Mania. They brought him on to headline the team to redesign the character, which I kind of like for the fact that it pays homage to classic Sonic, but also pays homage to Sonic, like, um, Sonic Boom, the cartoon. Because that was the recent Sonic cartoon that came out. It was like almost like a reboot of Sonic, almost, with the blue arms. So it's like a combination of both versions of Sonic, but with that little classic-esque with the shoes and stuff. So I'm actually looking forward to it. Like, you know, Jim Carrey has been, you know, when it comes to Jim Carrey doing sequels and stuff, it's kind of hard. You know, he's not been a big fan of sequels. You know, he tried with Ace Ventura and saw what happened with that film, but um, when he tried to do a sequel to a film. But he says that he's actually open to, you know, like, the, I don't know, it depends on this film does, and he might be open to come back and do it again as, as uh, Robotnik. But people like I realize this is like to me it's based on the character, but to me it's like it's like the give it an origin story because um the one thing that people don't realize back in the day that Sonic actually had two different origin stories. It's because back then there was two versions of Sonic. There was a Sega Japan Sonic and a Sega America Sonic. And you know, when it comes to like, you know, things from Japan being localized over here in the West, you know, they have to change for like backstories. Um, I would like to get into detail of that. Maybe for the next podcast, we'll get into detail of the Sonic history as we're leading up to the film release. So I think that'll be a good topic to talk about next week, right? But, I mean, unless you have something else, be go like something to bring up. So no, I, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, overall, dude, what do you think of the Super Bowl commercials? Dude? Like, just to give like a final, you know, for wrap good, up. Good, not here. great. Hit the spots. Um, I'm good with it. Some movies not being made. Good, good with some that are. Looking forward to Disney Plus stuff. Uh, overall, yeah, just pretty average stuff. It, overall, the game was entertaining. Couldn't complain. Uh, better than last year, so I'll give it like a a six out of ten. For what, commercials wise? No, for the whole spectacle. Commercial wise, eh, no, it's just it's a it's like a C. It's good, not great. Okay, for average, me, average. Okay, for the game out of 10, um, it was exciting. It was fast-paced, you know, like the first half went by really fast, but uh, to me it was exciting because, you know, Niners, you know, they were leading in the beginning of the game, and then, of course, you know, Kansas City did the comeback. Um, I'll say I would have to give it like a 7 out of 10 because of the fact that the, it was exciting. It actually kept me on my seat. You know, I kept my eyes glued to the TV. Um, commercials, overall, like I'll give like a... I'll be generous. I'll be like a B minus. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were a few like good ones, like you know the Doritos one and the one with Moba, the Rocket Mortgage. Um, yeah, I kind of agree. You know the you know the Smart Park one was too much exaggerated with the accents. Smart but I like for a fact there was like with the commercials a little diversity in the commercials, so it wasn't like you know, yeah. and not seeing like Ford or like Dodge making an appearance was really like interesting. But you had these other car brands coming out. Like, you never thought, you know, you see those. And I think the one that kind of annoyed me was that was that Thai commercial. Because they tried to make it, like, expand to different universes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the halftime show. I love the halftime show. It was good. I just felt that it was too fast. <laughs> yeah. Like, they didn't give more time. So, I don't know how long the Maroon 5 was last year, but. Like but I like the performance, though. The performance of Shakira and Jayla was good, you know. Um, I like the performances of both. Yeah, it was, like, more dancing, and, and like, combination of dancing and singing was, like, to me, it was well choreographed, like, the transitions were, were great, you know, when they were transitioning to different styles of music and the different songs. So, it was, like, a little bit, like, you know, they weren't focusing on one song, 
they were trying to give like you know, a little bit of their hits. So, like I said, guys, that's what I got for the Super Bowl. Hopefully, I look forward to next year's Super Bowl. We'll see. Hopefully, our team makes it. So, I mean, that was 100 years of the NFL. So, it's like, like I said, on to the next 100 seasons, you know. Um, like I said, um, next week, well, man, well, we'll do us a little history sonic. On, unless we find something else that help goes on this week that, you know, we want to discuss. But if you guys have any suggestions if, or anything that you see that you want us to discuss... Um, make sure you go to facebook.com slash talking pop with the franchise vehicle. Just post your questions on there or, you know, topic ideas. We'll discuss it in the next episode. Um, you can check out our backlog on Anchor, who's our big sponsor, which we do appreciate. You guys appreciate them, you know, getting us on different platforms. You can check us out on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and pretty much anywhere you get your podcast. Um, I do have a Twitter handle. It's at the franchise 85. You can post like questions or you can tweet me using the hashtag TalkPop. We do have a store. It's on Teespring. Go to teespring.com slash store slash TalkingPop. We got shirts. We got hoodies. We got tank tops. Um, we got shirts for women, men, kids. Um, we got iPhone covers, Samsung phone covers, coffee mugs, stickers. You name it. We got it. You know, any any money you can give, help support the podcast. Buy a t-shirt. Um, right now, we got a promotion going on. Using the, the promo code TalkPop, you'll get $5 off your order. There's no expiration on that promo code. I'm not putting an expiration date. That promo code is active, guys. Anything you do to support the podcast, like I said, me and Biko will be at C2E2 this on the 29th. We'll be walking around the show floor. So make sure we'll get our business cards. So make sure to check us out. Um, if you want to stop by and say hello, um, we'll come across us along the way. Um, like I said, C2E2 in Chicago is like our first C2E2 in like three years. So looking forward to it. Um, like I said, we got the My Hero Academia screen, so maybe we'll do a review on that as well, and like a reaction of C2E2. Looking forward to the end of February, because, you know, it's a leap year. <laughs> um, like I said, um, that's all I got for you guys. Any closing remarks, Spico? I know. Uh, just keep watching stuff. Alright. As long as well, I'll keep watching anime, TV, video games, you know, like anything we'll keep up on pop culture news. Like I said, guys, we're getting close to episode 50, guys. So, wow, 58 episodes, you know. We're getting close, guys. We're getting close. So, that's all I got for you guys. Geek on. Take care. Enjoy the rest of your week. Hey, it's the franchise from Talking Pop with the franchise and Biko. Just let you know, we have a storefront. It's teespring.com slash Talking Pop. We got shirts. We got tank tops for men, women, kids. We also got hoodies and sweatshirts. Um, we actually have coffee mugs, and we have an iPhone case and a Samsung case with the Popstronaut logo on there. Also, we have stickers, so you can put on your locker, on your laptop, wherever you want to put those stickers on there. So right now, if you go to teespring.com slash TalkingPop, and when you go to check out, use the promo code TalkPop and save $5 on your order. Support the podcast. As always, geek on and take care.